So a question. How many of you, as you came here tonight, were playing carols in your car? A few. How many before you left the house today were playing music in the house? Okay, playing music. We play music here, play music at home. We don't usually like to live a whole lot in silence, do we? We tend to like noise. We tend to like something that distracts. How many of you enjoyed the Christmas music that started before Thanksgiving when you got to the mall? It just is constant. Always noise. I want to read through some of the Christmas story today. And as we do, I want you to think about Silence. And just the way that God functioned in silence as he led up to the coming of Christ. Let's start in Luke chapter 1. And this is where Zechariah has Gabriel show up. And he's telling him that he's going to have a son. And that his son is going to be one who's going to be the precursor to the coming of Jesus. He says, at the hour of incense, the whole assembly of the people was, were, was praying outside. An angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing to the right of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was terrified and overcome with fear. And then a conversation ensues. I can probably say with a fair degree of confidence that the people that were outside of the tent weren't probably any farther away than I am to Connor. And yet they really didn't know what was going on, and he was in there longer than they expected him to be. The conversation goes on, and then he says, how can this happen, and all that kind of stuff, and I'm old. And the angel answered him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and to tell you the good news. Now listen, you will become silent and unable to speak until the day these things take place. Because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their proper time. So even as Gabriel spoke to him, and he interacted with him, the implication, the consequence was silence. Instead of the spreading of the news. How about with Mary? In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to the town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man named Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and the angel came to her and greeting her, favored woman, the Lord is with you. And he had a simple conversation just with her. Not with a crowd, not with a bunch of people. A simple conversation just with And as it became known that uh, she was pregnant, Gabriel went and had a conversation with Joseph. He considered divorcing her, and it says, But after he considered these things, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because what has conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. In fact, it was such a silent conversation that it took place in his dreams. And if someone was outside his room eavesdropping or even sitting in a chair in the room as he slept, they wouldn't have heard the conversation 
that took place. Silence. Quiet. Not loud. There was not a crowd to go before. Not a lot of noise. But quiet. Hello. (laughs) That's kind of fun. Probably the loudest part is in Luke chapter 2. It says, In the same region, shepherds were staying out in the fields and keeping watch over the flocks at night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them. And one of the things that we say here, he, 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 he stood before him and, and the glory of the Lord shone around him and they were terrified. But the angel said to them and he spoke. He just spoke. He talked. He says, don't be afraid, for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Now think about this. I mean, so this is the O Silent Night night. And they're out. Have you ever spent time outside at night camping? It's quiet. It's not loud. The, 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 some of the loudest things you experience sometimes when you're outside at night camping is you, you hear the fire burning. You, you, you'll hear the, the, the sap popping. But it's a relatively quiet, quiet night. It's quiet. No heralds blaring. No trumpets going off. No people walking through the streets announcing No heralds going from square to square. Quiet. Don't be afraid. Look, for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people today in the city of David that a Savior was born for you who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped tightly in cloth lying in a manger. Now, here's probably the loudest part. Suddenly there was a multitude of heavenly hosts with the angel praising God and saying. They weren't shouting. They weren't singing. They were speaking. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to people he favors. They weren't bouncing from mountaintop to mountaintop. They weren't running in circles around the shepherds. They appeared in their glory talking about the greatness and the goodness of God in this amazing thing that is taking place. It says, When the angels left them and returned to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go straight to Bethlehem and see what has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. They hurried off and found both Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And after seeing them, they reported the message they were told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. And it says, And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard, which were just as they had been told. This is probably the loudest part of the whole event. But again, think about this. The angel appeared to them at night. That time of day where the markets closed, all the shops had been shuttered, all of the traffic on the streets has died down, everyone's home, eating dinner, getting ready to go to bed, getting ready for the next day. And a few people they would run into, they would tell them. And so people probably peeked out the windows or pulled the shades across because they heard some noise as the shepherds walked by and they were talking and maybe exclaiming, 
how amazing this thing was. But overall, a quiet event. Not a lot of noise. Again, that verse I shared with you on Sunday that I really liked, which was Luke 2, verse 19. What did, what's going on? Mary is treasuring this in her heart. You all know how loud it is to treasure something in your heart, correct? It's a quiet, silent wrapping process. It's a quiet, silent sequestering something away and savoring it, but it's not very loud. A few days later, Jesus is consecrated. This might be the second loudest part. It says, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. The man was righteous and devout, looking forward to Israel's consolation. The Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he saw the Lord's Messiah. Now listen to this next part. Guided by the Spirit. The Spirit is prodding him and speaking to him and kind of directing his steps and prodded by the Spirit. He entered the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform for him what was customary under the law, Simeon looked up, took him in, up in his arms, praised God, and said, Now, Master, you can dismiss your servant in peace as you promised, for my eyes have seen your salvation. You have prepared it in the presence for all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory to your people Israel. It says, now the the father was amazed and the father and mother were amazed at what was going on. But then here's here's the interesting thing as well. There was a prophetess there named Anna who was very old. And it says there was also a prophetess Anna, a daughter of Phanel and of the tribe of Asher. She was well along in years, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and was a widow for 84 years. She did not leave the temple serving God night and day with fasting and prayers. At that very moment, she came up and began to thank God and speak about him to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Israel. You know, what happens and what's going on is Simeon was so loud that Anna heard him and apparently not really anybody else. And she spread the word a little bit, but again, we're not talking about someone rounding up the priests and and someone rounding up everybody and said, everyone come look and everyone come see. You all got to... It was just load... Key, quiet. How about the wise men? You ever stargaze? Anyone ever stargaze? Isn't it amazing how much noise the stars make? I still remember going to High Point Mountain and watching Halley's Comet. And just sitting there on that mountaintop, listening to Halley's Comet scream as it flew on by. Not a sound. Not a sound. But we read in Matthew 2, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, the kings of In the days of King Herod, wise men from the east arrived in Jerusalem saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star at its rising and have come to worship him. 
No noise. Just the appearing of a star in the sky. No fanfare. No commotion. God just flicked a switch and turned on the star. They get there and they have a conversation in the king's place. It says, and after hearing the king, they went on their way, and, and there it was, the star they had, been, had seen at its rising. It led them until it came and stopped above the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were overwhelmed with joy. Entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and falling to their knees, they worshipped him. Now again, they went in. I don't think they were saying to everybody in the community, Hey, everybody, i got to let you know what's going on. Let's go kind of line up. You need to go in and you need to see this baby Jesus, this, this young little boy Jesus. I have a hunch that probably the neighbors were seeing these strange foreigners come to town and they went and knocked on the place where Mary and Joseph were living at this point in time because this wasn't Christmas night, night Jesus was born. This was probably like a year, year and a half later. So Jesus is a toddler at this point and he's, he's, he's mobile. And they see these guys show up and they see these guys knock on the door and they see these guys bring gifts and bring things into the house and then the neighbors kind of watch them go. And they're all saying to themselves, we have to talk to Mary and Joseph about this tomorrow because this is kind of like really interesting. And so entering the house, they saw the child with Mary and his mother and falling to their knees, they worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their own country by another route. Now here's what's really kind of cool and interesting. Because you all know how neighbors are. And we're curious. Especially when they have little kids running around and maybe someone wants to be a doting neighbor. Well, the wise men leave. Time to go to bed. In the middle of the night, in a dream, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Get up, take the child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay here until, and stay there until I tell you, for Herod is about to search for the child to kill him. God didn't even wait for Mary and Joseph to get up the next morning to be able to tell the neighbors what was going on. But he heard, Jesus, he heard the Lord speak to him in a dream. He gathered his family, he bundled them up, and they left. Silence. Quietness. What strikes me as I listen to this Christmas story is how much God talks and communicates quietly. And I need to ask the question, How well do we listen? How much do we pay attention to the simple, quiet voice of God as he talks to us?
The wise men didn't hear a thing. They just saw the star appear. And they bundled up the things they had to go acknowledge and recognize the one that that star represented. They didn't hear a thing. They only saw a star. The shepherds heard the message of the angel. They heard the other angels' praise. And they said, let's go see. Simeon had been told that one day he would see the consolation, he would see this promised one of God. But he had no idea when. But he had learned to walk with God, and as he would learn to walk with God, God prodded his heart and prodded his spirit one day to go to the temple. And he listened to that simple, small, prodding voice of God. Do you listen to the simple, prodding voice of God? What's interesting with the Christmas story is that God did not send heralds and angels across the globe. God did not send out a fanfare and a media blitz to announce the birth of Jesus. The news was there, the promise was there, but the message was silent and simple. But there for those who had ears and eyes to listen with and to see with. I want to encourage you to take time to listen to God and to listen to the story. I want to encourage you to nurture and and develop that willingness to have a set of ears that will say, God, I seek to listen to you and to hear as you speak. Learning to listen. Those that listened were exposed to the one to that turning amazing point in history the coming of the promised one of god 30 years later the challenge was present again and now as the promised one of god would start to speak would start to preach would start to teach The challenge was present again. Will you listen? Will you turn off the noise? Will you turn off the distractions? And will you listen? I want to encourage you, as we celebrate Jesus this Christmas season, ask yourself this question. What is it that you think God wants you to listen to? And what is it that you think Jesus is seeking to have you hear as you celebrate his birth tomorrow? Let's pray together.
Father, I thank you so much for the promise of Christ and the, and the promise that you give us. And Father, I thank you for the simple recording in your word of the coming of Jesus. Father, it strikes me that it's not loud, it's not boisterous, but it's a simple, clear message that I am come. The promised one is here. Father, teach us to listen and teach us to hear as you speak into our lives. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.